Hi, and welcome to She Is Wise, a podcast dedicated to braver, bolder, bigger conversations for women who want to change the world. I'm Ellie Bell, an empowerment coach passionate about supporting women to show up in the world as their best version of themselves. I'm a former corporate executive with a background working in professional sport and a qualified life coach working with women for the past four years. I've got two gorgeous little girls, which are the reason I'm so determined to change the way women are in the world. I have an incredible husband who encourages, supports and shapes my work in ways that prove that men have to be part of the solution. And I'm Erin Hodson, a psychic medium and spiritual healer who believes that for the world to be a place I'm grateful and proud to leave for my two young sons, change is necessary and that change must be led by women. My work is deeply rooted in ancestors and understanding who we come from and who we can become. I love exploring the spirituality of who we are and the intersection of that with our human experiences. We're two women who grew up on opposite sides of the world, but when we met, instantly recognized each other as kindred spirits, ready to make meaningful change in ourselves, each other, and the world around us. Now is the time for women to be brave, vulnerable, and bold, to explore what is really true for us and how we can make meaningful change in the world. Join us as we dive passionately into conversation about things that really matter, share lighthearted banter with each other, and dare to challenge what we've been told we can do, have, and be as women. Hello, and welcome to another episode of She Is Wise. Today, we are going to be diving straight into a conversation that we've been having sort of behind the scenes a little bit, and we just thought it would be really helpful to start sharing with the world. And that is all about what a goddess mindset is. Now, if you follow us, if you read any of our literature, the stuff that we share about the work that we do, you'll have noticed that this phrase has sort of started to creep into what we're talking about. And we just thought it'd be really helpful to get really clear and share what exactly we mean by a goddess mindset, because it's something that's really powerful and really important to both of us. And we truly believe that it's a great way for women to basically become better versions of themselves if they can kind of use this phrase and this sort of mindset to move through every part of life. So today we're going to kind of split it into three areas. And the first one is going to be very much about how we see and treat ourselves. So it's going to be um, really diving into that whole, like, what does it mean to have that goddess mindset in terms of how we, you know, how we behave towards ourselves? We're then going to look at actually how we share that with the world. And then finally, we're going to look at the connection with other women, because that's obviously a key part of certainly what we do and how we can best show up in the world. So as always, I'm going to kick straight off, hand it to Erin and say, what does a goddess mindset mean to you in terms of the way that you treat yourself and see yourself in this world? Yeah, really interesting question, hey, because I don't know if I ever really thought of myself in terms of like that goddess mindset until we started to talk about it in a broader sense. I think the goddess mindset for me, like in terms of how I see myself is that I'm unafraid of exploring who I am in a sort of broader way. Like I always kind of had this quite firm sense of identity. Not sure that that was always a good thing. And certainly I think it's held me back in some areas of life that I've seen myself a particular way. And the goddess mindset to me is is a much more expansive way of, of seeing myself And I guess to a certain extent, it's also about that fluidity, right? Like every goddess has a different superpower, if you like, and being willing to engage in all of those at any given moment 
kind of to me epitomizes how we should be seeing ourselves and treating ourselves as women so that's kind of how it shows up for me in terms of how I see myself what about you So um, I love what you've just said there. And the thing that I particularly love is about that expansiveness. And I honestly think that is one of the biggest parts of having the goddess mindset is that ability to kind of look beyond the walls that we've been like constrained in, that that we've been held in, that we've been told that we must, um, you know, stay within the lines because, you know, you never know what might happen. And I think being able to expand is something that is so incredibly powerful. But if you can do that expansion without limiting beliefs, without things holding you back, then the opportunities are literally endless. And I think as women, we can be really good about putting not just constraints, but it's almost like putting, um, you know, if I do this, then this happens. Or if I do this, then I might not be able to have that. You know, it's almost like a quid pro quo with like, you know, I can be really happy at the moment, but it probably means something's going to give later on, or I'm waiting for something to go wrong a little bit. And I think when you're in that goddess mindset, you absolutely own and believe in your own power your ability to have within you the answers to what you need in life and to be able to stand strong in that and not be so worried about you know these external influences or the external thoughts of people around you that might kind of keep you back in that box who you know there's so many people have that opinion that you know oh you can't be too happy because something bad will happen or if you know things always come in threes and and I really believe that when you're in that space when you're in this goddess space when you're in the the like tuning into your feminine wisdom when you're really connected to yourself because that's what it fundamentally is it's being truly connected to yourself you don't get pulled into those sorts of negative thought patterns or or belief systems that society has created to basically keep us small. So for me, the goddess mindset really is about owning who I really am and being completely unafraid of seeing myself like that, because that's the first piece. It's very much about being able to see myself as this sort of like strong and powerful woman who doesn't worry about what other people say, who doesn't worry about you know, conforming to what I should be doing. And that's taken a really long time to get to. I mean, anyone listening who knows me and a bit of my story, my biggest thing has been like fear of failure, fear of getting it wrong, fear of being told off for doing something something wrong. And so for me to now be able to truly step into that space where actually I'm so convicted about who I am and where I'm meant to be in this world and actually the rest of it kind of doesn't matter anymore and that has come from being able to fully trust myself and it comes from having you know a group of women around me who support me and and build me up and do all of that great stuff which we'll certainly talk about a little bit more later on but but I think being able to stand in my power and it's really difficult to kind of explain what that is until you can do it I, I always thought about wanting to be able to do it but I didn't know what it looked like and I think probably for me, it's been less dramatic than I expected. I kind of, you know, almost like expected it to be this sort of great moment in time where I sort of stepped out of the cocoon and became this sort of, you know, this woman who could just stand on stage and, and hold audiences and all of that. It's not that at all. It's kind of this sort of slow growing belief that actually anything is possible. And if I move myself forward towards it and if I have the belief and trust that it's going to work out, then it will. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. It really does. Um, I think the process of finding that goddess mindset in terms of how we see and treat ourselves, it's that self-mastery and that healing journey, right? Like if we don't go through those processes of reconnecting and reclaiming 
our spirituality in terms of our human experience in this lifetime if we don't reconnect to who we've been in the past and if we don't step into that space of saying actually I I can heal the woundedness that I carry but they then become my superpowers and where the light shines through that I think that process and that journey that we're going on it's like there's a tipping point where suddenly we go okay so we've, you know, it's been all sort of working towards it, working towards it. And suddenly it's like, oh, now it's open. That door's open and I can actually step through it. And the more or the further through that door you go, the more powerful you become within yourself. And I think the level of authenticity and that sense of standing in our own truth and our own power, I think that, that connection to self that is like the essence of the goddess mindset in terms of how we see ourselves is that we don't question whether something is of us we just know like it's a connection to your intuitive self your infinite being that is within you yeah like it's it's a really quite a special thing but you're right like you feel like there should be all these fireworks and fanfare and like you know it's like a mardi gras Uh But actually, it's really not like it's just this growing sense of self. And, you know, some people talk about being unapologetic or unstoppable or unshakable. Um, I think you're all of those things. But I think it's it's also just that sense that there's like there's no going back. Yeah. Like once you have that connection, it's like you, you're not willing to let it go, even if you could. Yeah, I hear everything that you're you're saying there and I think you're absolutely right I think there's also this element of it's about being completely accepting of all of the things that you are and all of the stuff that you still need to do as well again going back to that like expectation that you sort of reach a point and it's like da da and you know I'm I'm ready to step into my goddess mindset it's kind of like there's almost we almost tell ourselves that we've got to have healed everything we've got to have done everything and be in a space where we can actually really own that whereas actually if you look at you know if you dive into a lot of the goddesses and start to read their stories and the mythology around them like they all go through some sort of transformation when they're already a goddess does that make sense so it's not that they've done it all and then they get it it's actually that they're already in that power and the transformation that they go through is part of what makes them you know what makes them women what makes them strong what makes them goddesses but it's not about just having it all done and dusted and then you can be it it's actually about continually learning continually growing continually knowing that we have more healing to do and as we dive deeper the wounds get deeper and they take more out of us to heal but it's possible and when you have that belief and when you have that understanding of self you're much better equipped to do it and I think that was what was a great realization for me you know when we've had the conversations and you know reading about it and the research is that actually it's not just a done thing you don't become one at the end of it all it's actually part of we're already there they're already within us it's kind of that that sort of thing that's been really eye-opening for me yeah, I think the thing to remember and something that we don't do well, in my opinion, is when we're looking at the goddesses, when we when we reflect on the goddesses that, you know, various um, cultures have idolized for want of a better way of framing it, each of them is still only human in a lot of ways. You know, like um, if you look at some of them who are particularly known for their wisdom, they're not 
also then known for being passionate or loving or compassionate or kind or generous or, you know, like their superpower, their goddess strength was in their connection to wisdom and their ability to share that with the world. And I think as humans, we want it all, right? We want to be all things to all beings. And like, that's really normal. But I think part of the goddess mindset is understanding that that's not possible and that we don't have to strive for that. We don't have to be everything to everyone. We can be who we are in a completely unapologetic way. We can be who we are for the people who need us, for the people who want to be connected to that thing that we can do. I love what you've just said there because you know, the whole way we're brought up is that you've got to be, it's kind of like jack of all trades, isn't it? You know, when you're at school and you're good at one thing, but you're not very good at something else, you know, you're good at English, not good at maths. So where's all the focus go? Like you've got to get better at maths. What about if we actually flip that on its head and we actually all started to focus on what we're actually really good at? Can you imagine how powerful that would be as a child to be able to like just expand and grow into something that you have a natural propensity to be good at and to be able to see that just develop and I think that's almost what like the goddess mindset allows you to do it allows you to tune into what is it that you're actually really really good at what are you really passionate about and grow that you don't have to be good at everything we can't possibly be good at absolutely everything and as annoying as that is because I would love to be great at everything I'm not and I have learned in my household I am not the best person at doing the washing and folding so you know what I've let that one go <laughs> <laughs> I mean everybody would argue that they don't want to be good at that but um I think yeah, but when someone's really good at it let them do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think you're right though I think like you know maybe it's that people pleasing tendency that women have you know that wounded sort of energy of I need to please everyone around me or I have no value but I, I think when you allow that to fall away and when you really step into that I'm going to expand into what I am here for. Like in this lifetime, we are all here to learn, grow, expand and heal in a particular way, in a particular area, right? And we see that in our astrological charts. We see that in our human design. We see like it's present for us and we navigate our lives going through that and the universe provides us with what we need to to do that work. And I think part of the goddess mindset is really about saying, actually, like, I'm not here to be the best, like, I might be smart, but that doesn't mean that I have to go into a job that requires me to use my brain 24-7, right? Like, you know, I don't have to strive to be the best at maths, even though I'm good at maths. Like, being good at something doesn't mean you have to do it. If it doesn't light you up, and if there are other things that call your soul, that is what you are supposed to be doing. And being able to honor that, being able to honor that call and empower those around you to honor their call, that is the goddess mindset, I think, in a nutshell. And I think even before you can honor that call, it's actually being able to sense it and know it. And that's something that a lot of women haven't learned. And I certainly didn't learn until, you know, very late on in the piece. You know, it's definitely been something that I've had to... You're practically elderly. I know, right? If you're looking at my life, it's happened more recently than, you know, many years ago, (laughs) smart (laughs) ass. 
And I think that's really important to know that actually you can explore it and you can find it out. But what I hope for future generations is that they don't have to do it when they're that much older, because actually it's instilled into them and, you know, and men as well, that they can actually, you know, have this goddess mindset. They can celebrate their feminine wisdom at whatever age. Like if you're good at something, but you don't enjoy it, don't do it. Like if you're not very good at something, but love it, get better at like do you know what I mean it's actually yeah. you get to choose and you get to do it from a place of authenticity rather than what you're being forced to do or what you're ex- your, what your parents expect or what society expects or all of that like let's just yeah if we start to step into what we love like that's just gonna make everybody happier and as far as I'm concerned that can only be a good thing without getting down too far down a, a path we didn't plan for and without um inviting you to get your soapbox out I do I do wonder firmly tucked away at the moment (laughs) good we'll we'll see after this question um I do wonder if part of the structure that we're provided with as humans that focus on the things that we're not good at so that we bring that up and we don't invest in the things that we are good at I do wonder if part of that is the patriarchy preventing people from rising and that it's actually that the structure is there to to hold us in the humanness of who we are rather than allowing us to expand into that more powerful being of doing what we are here for so just as a random sort of tangential sort of a part (laughs) you're you're totally right and I think it comes back to what I was talking about earlier it's about being able to color outside of the lines or step out of the box it's much neater people are much easier to control if they're contained within a set of a box if they're if they're yeah. held in and I think by not encouraging people to become really talented and really like really chase their dreams and really invest in what they're good at is without a doubt an easy way to keep people small and I'm leaving my soapbox under the table because that is a whole nother conversation it is it is but it leads quite nicely into the next part of the goddess mindset which is that sharing of what we are um, yeah because I, I think that once we know ourselves on a level that is beyond this humanness I think that's when we are able to go out and share authentically and with real power what we know to be true and I think like I've certainly seen that unfurling in you in the last well since I've known you (laughs) the last what 10 months or so like I've seen that unfurling where you've got more and more and more centered in your power around your truth and it's starting to you're starting to share it in ways that I don't even think you're necessarily aware of like you're just so in it that you innately share it and I think that's part of the goddess mindset as well is that our intention is to live with authenticity our intention is to live in our power and our truth because that is our intention we share it without even like it's almost like a an accidental off the side type of thing like we don't have to necessarily go out with the intention that I'm going to share it with everyone and they're going to hear it it's just that it comes out at the exact times that the universe intends for the people who are it is intended for yeah I think I think you're right the intention changes you know I remember and I'm sure I've talked about this before before I was sort of more centered in who I was and and kind of almost what I'm here to do without going into that whole like sense of purpose and all of that sort of stuff when I shared my thoughts when I shared my views it came from a place of wanting to convince and 
get people to buy into what I said. It was about getting them on board. It was about making them join my side. Whereas now, actually, it's just about sharing. Like there's no expectation. There's no need for anyone to agree with me. If people don't, that's actually fine because what that shows me is that they're able to take the information and decide themselves what is right. Whereas when there's just this sort of automatic response that you agree with somebody it's like you've got to be able to think it through and challenge it and I think that's what I do better and you know these conversations with you grow me as a person every time we have them because you challenge me you make me think you make me question and actually what for me a goddess mindset is when it comes to this like showing up in the world it's about being bold it's about being brave it's about being beautiful but it's being all of those things without being a bitch Do you know what I mean? It's like it can be so easy with the wrong intention and with the wrong energy to show up as yourself, but actually be really like there's just like an underlying I'm better than you kind of feeling. And I think that's what's happened in the past with women. We've been so pitted against each other. We've been so encouraged to compete and like push. It was a matter of survival, right? Absolutely. I mean, like look at the burning times. You know, if you were asked, are you a witch? You'd say, no, but my next door neighbor is so that you would send them on their way, right? Like, I mean, it's a really innate, like internalized epigenetic kind of a a wound that like having to be better than other women. And I think reclaiming the goddess mindset allows us to do the healing of that woundedness and to reconnect with each other in a way that each of us is able to share what we are here for with no fear that that is going to cause persecution of ourselves or our sisters. And I think that that second part of that is the part that we're starting to understand on a deeper level is I don't feel threatened ever when you are in your fullest power. I'm in awe of it. I sit here and get to watch it and that is fucking awesome. But I don't ever feel threatened by that or like I need to rise because you were rising. I just need to stand beside you and applaud it and make sure that you have what you need to be able to do that because there is no fear there. Yeah. You know, when you talk about groups of women coming together and a great segue into sort of like the the final piece of what we want to talk about. You know, when you talk about women coming together, there's a lot of people like, oh, God, groups of women, they can be so bitchy, they can be so awful. And there is so much of that. There has been so, you know, when you talk about people in work and how actually, oh, the women, the way they behave is so awful. They're just, you know, so bitchy. They're all about pulling other people down. And so much of that is a wounded behavior. And I think once you can start to welcome your goddess mindset, once you can start to step into that, A, you don't get caught up in the bollocks around that. Like you don't get caught up in that, you know, the the, the tittle tattle, the gossip, the, you know, just all of that completely disempowering stuff that women are incredibly good at. Yeah, exactly. All the stuff that we just, you know, that we, we think bonds us, but actually is just so divisive. It's just horrid you know we think that having a good old gossip with our friends is a you know it like pulls people together but it's pulling people together at the expense of pushing people away that's not that's not the goddess mindset the goddess mindset is being able to rise above that and actually say you know what I'm not really interested in that at the moment but I'd love to talk about you know blah blah blah. so I think being able to really identify whereabouts in the world you know 
in those feminine relationships are like where are you in that tribe at the moment and I know for a long time anyone who wanted a piece of me could have a piece of me and actually being able to step into my power now means that that's not the case you know I'm much more particular about where my energy goes and that's to protect myself but it's also to make sure that the people who do need to benefit and who do need to hear stuff actually get it because if you're too if you're spread too thin if you're trying to be everything all things to all people you just can't do it so being able to sort of connect back in find out what's true for you find out what you want your relationship to be with other women you know, I used to always think I was an extrovert. I was always, you know, surrounded by lots and lots of people. And actually now I have probably, you know, five or six incredibly good friends that I could call on for anything at any time. And actually that does me perfectly. I've got lots of lovely women I can catch up for coffee with and, you know, have that sort of, you know, that that other relationship and provide support. And But actually when it comes to that core, you know, it's actually there aren't very many people who, you know, are part of my coven we might yeah, all I mean, cloaks and sit around a cauldron but you know I'm not saying that we do <laughs> but yeah. I think that's that's a real difference in how you know I used to almost validate myself by the amount of people that liked me and now that doesn't even come into play it's yeah you know it's it, completely different yeah it's interesting hey I mean like my own journey with connectedness and women is fraught with difficulty at times. As a child, I spent a lot of time with much, much older women. Um, So I spent a lot of time with my grandmothers and a lot of time with, you know, older and that sort of thing. And I didn't spend a lot of time with females my own age. And then at high school, I had a very difficult time with my peers. It was not a time where I felt celebrated as a person. And um, and certainly that my experience of women at that point was there to be feared, not um, befriended. And then I think it's probably only really in the last four or five years that I've actually started to recognize how connecting with other women can actually be a, a really positive thing. And, you know, like I see in the relationships that you have with other women, how that can really nourish you and nurture you and allow you to rise without being at the expense of, of the others in, in the coven, for want of a better way of framing it. And I think for me, like it is something where you do have to grow into it. And interestingly, my astrological chart, my my North Node is about connecting with my feminine and about learning how to embody that. And I think that's something that we do have to go through a bit of a journey in because humanness holds us back from that. It makes it challenging, particularly because, you know, we live in a patriarchal society and that pits other women against us and physical attractiveness and being in corporate environments or whatever, like there's always this sense that you have to get higher up. You have to pull the people that are in front of you back. The women that I'm seeing rise now, and it's something that fills me with so much joy, is that I'm connected now to other women who are like, hey, I'm slightly ahead of you. Here's my hand, come come with me. And to be one of those women ultimately is part of being the goddess mindset embodied I think when you can recognize that it is our role as women not to thrive alone as an island 
but to thrive as a community of women, to thrive as a sisterhood, and to make sure that we all rise in our own way, in our own power, because that's how the world changes. Well, we could talk about this for a long time, and actually we probably will be. So do not fear there will be many more conversations around this because it's instrumental to the work that we do. It's absolutely um, what we're here to share, what we're here to help other women step into. If you want to learn a little bit more about the goddess mindset, there will be a link in the show notes to download. Uh, We've got an email sequence that will share lots of stuff around the goddesses and how to use their power to to tune in and connect more to, to your goddess mindset. So we would love for you to do that and sign up. Join our Facebook group, connect with us in any way, send us a message, leave us a review, subscribe, all of those things. Because if this is the sort of conversation you like hearing, you're in the right place because there is, you know, this is what we're here to do. And it's really exciting in the new year. We're going to be starting to have some guest interviews as well. So each week you'll hear from Erin and I, which hopefully you enjoy, but then there'll also be some amazing women sharing their stories and their thoughts on life and the world and and all of those things. We've just been recording those recently. And I have to say, I've been blown away by the just fabulousness of the people we're connecting with. Just feel honored. And if you've got a story that you would like to share, again, get in touch. We're always looking for people to, to chat to. So feel free to reach out. Thank you again. It's been wonderful. It's always a pleasure having these conversations. If it sparks some interest, if it sparks something in you, then explore it, like question it, ask more, reach out. That's what it's all about. But we will see you again next week. Look after yourselves. You've been listening to She Is Wise with Ellie Bell and Erin Hodson. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please remember to subscribe so you can join us next time. And if you haven't already, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this podcast with your friends. Thanks so much for joining us and we will catch you on the next episode.